morning, good morning. Looks like we're uh, up and running. The Facebook Live is uh, away. Hey, good morning, everyone. Jason here, Jason Whitman. Uh, welcome to another coffee, wealth coffee chat. Well, uh, well, everyone gets uh, gets warmed up, jumps on, whatever they're doing, wherever they are. Uh, welcome those who are coming back for uh, the umpteenth time. Thanks for rejoining. Good to see you. Uh, for those who might be joining for the first time, uh, new to what we're doing here each morning. Um, always good to see you, Alison. Uh, Amit, good morning, mate. Good to see you. Uh, for those who might be joining for the first time, like I said, Jason's with my name, and uh, we get together each morning around about eight o'clock and have a bit of a chat about property investing. Property investing, trying to go the distance with this gig, marathon, not a sprint, and uh, share a little bit of the wisdom. I've been property investing 20 odd years and uh, coaching property investors across Australia and New Zealand over 18. So, you know, along the way, picked up a few things. Pay attention, learn a few uh, bits and pieces along the way. But uh, there's a few people who join us each day. We've got Rodney, which is awesome. Alex, morning, Shay, my love. Uh, Kiem, Candace, Naveen. Good morning, gang. Good morning. Good to see all of you on today. Hey, listen, I uh, had a question the other day, which was super cool, uh, which was a good question. It was from Roscoe. Roscoe, if you're listening in, thanks for the question, mate. Roscoe Patterson. Um, uh, Roscoe said, well, why the bloody hell is this property market booming, exploding, when immigration uh, has dropped through the floor? Immigration is low. Like, there's there's hardly anyone coming into the country. Uh, there we go, Sinef. Good morning. Well, you know, what's going on? Uh, I thought Australia's plan and Australia was driven by overseas migration, people coming into the country, and, and that drove property and that drove demand and property prices and all these sorts of things, uh, which is very true, which is very true. Uh, but uh, it's, uh, it was confounding. It's uh, like, well, why? Well, look, look, actually, the net result of uh, immigration right now is at an all-time low. And, uh, you know, I think we're about 21,000 people down from 250,000 people coming into Australia from overseas migration. But, um, uh, well, why? Why right now in Australia are the markets going crazy, ballistic, spastic? What's going on? What's going on? Well, um, morning. There's Margaret. How are you, Margaret? Good to see you. There we go. What's going on? Uh, so let me tell you just quickly what's going on, uh, and we'll get to the punchline in a minute. You guys have heard me talk about this before. Three years ago, APRA destroyed the uh, destroyed <laughs> with terrible lending ideas. Destroyed the momentum of the market when it came when it comes to construction of new real estate. New real estate needs investors to buy properties off the plan. Uh, to believe in um, uh, a building, a future, an idea that drives the market, drives the construction market. Uh, APRA changed the rules and the lending rules, and then that's literally stopped dead, stopped dead. Um, the investor pre-construction, which is buying an off-the-plan apartment, an off-the-plan townhouse, um, 
buying land in advance. Right now, um, unregistered land, which is off-the-plan land, is actually a thing again for the first time in a decade. Um, so APRA messed with that. Actually, prior to that, let me go back another two years, uh, the marketplace decided, whoever was trying to be clever, decided that they didn't want any, um, they wanted to restrict or even eliminate overseas purchases of uh, residential real estate in Australia. So uh, the Australian governments uh, put very heavy uh, extra costs on top of someone from uh, overseas buying a property in Australia, a foreign investment um, buyer. So they doubled the stamp duty. They, they, they made them pay more money, like ludicrous. So there was this sequence of events, right? We don't want we don't want your money here. Uh, go away, foreign buyers. All right? I think that was dumb and stupid. Uh, there's better ways to manage some of the risks that the government has or believes it has. Um, anyway, I won't get, I won't get into that. I think that's dumb as dog shit. The the country needs money. Bring money into the country. Manage it properly. All right. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm not gonna talk politics today. Right. Uh, the government said, all right, well, go away, uh, uh, foreign buyers. We don't need your kind here, which was dumb and stupid, right? Then, then after that, one, one or two years later, that, that affected the, the construction, the production of residential real estate in Australia. It affected it significantly, especially in places like Sydney. Um, it really affected it badly. So then, then what happened is like, oh, let's, here's an idea. Let's, uh, let's have a finance investigation. APRA, get onto it. And you know what they did? They found, this, <laughs> this shits me, they found the banks had caused all these problems and then, the, then you know what they said? Uh, what we're going to do is we're going to target mortgage brokers because they're the problem. No, they friggin' weren't. The banks were the problem. The banks, the banks broke the law and then they decided they were going to take uh, the trail books off the mortgage brokers. What a bloody bunch of turkeys. Anyway, I'm getting distracted this morning. This is my Friday rant. Um, so, really smart moves, not, right? Construction and approvals and finance started to decline. It was a four or five year journey downwards when it came to the Australian residential construction supply. Boom, along comes COVID. Er, skids on everywhere, skids on everywhere. Um, and it was kind of the nail in the coffin for our residential construction supply gang. It wasn't the cause of it. It was the last. It was the last straw. It was the last straw on the camel's back. So supply is decimated, absolutely polaxed. And Roscoe was like, well, hang on, come on. What's going on here? Yeah, sure, we're not building as many houses, but nobody's coming here. Everyone's been told to stay away. We can't have anyone come into Australia. No foreign... Um, uh, people are buying, the finance is down, and, um, and uh, you know, now we don't have uh, immigration, migration, immigration, immigration from overseas. Like, I, this doesn't compute. And uh, on the surface, that makes sense to ask that question, Roscoe. But in reality, what happened last year? Can anyone tell me, yeah, we might not have got some new uh, immigrants uh, into Australia last year and also this year? But who returned home? Australian residents. Over 600,000 of them, team. 
Listen, that's 600,000. That was the biggest population influx Australia has seen ever in one go. 600,000 people came home. Now, they might leave. They might go back. I don't know. Who knows? When are they going back? But we have a massive, we had a massive population boom because people came home and then the cities were like, oh, that's it. We're out of here. We're going to move to uh, a few other places. Now, that, that one, internal migration. The country towns, uh, interesting. Interesting. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, people moved for lifestyle. Southeast Queensland is going absolutely spastic. Any lifestyle manoeuvre within two hours of a capital city is, go- oh, is going great. Are going great. The Newcastles, you know, the... Um, um, uh, what's that one down in um, Melbourne? There's a couple of good ones down in Melbourne. I was just chatting to a crew the other day. Um, Gold Coast, Noosa, Byron Bay, uh, those things are going well because of COVID, okay, because it's pushed it out. Now, the government's just announced a massive, uh, a massive push to revitalize the country towns, the small towns, and they're, they're giving incentives and stuff like that, which is great, which is fantastic. I think that's awesome. Um, but don't get caught up in that one. I, I, I did a thing yesterday on it, okay? And then all of a sudden, all these people turn home, uh, come home. All these people are given a uh, job seeker and job something or other, and um, uh, businesses are given, you know, uh, leg up by the government, people allowed to crack into their super, um, you know, everyone puts their mortgages on pause, people put their mortgages on pause, and then all of a sudden, by the end of 2020, Australians have got more money in their savings account than they, they have had for um, over 15 years as a percentage, right? And the interest rates are cheaper than they have ever been in history, in history, and a whole bunch of millennials that that weren't interested, that just were not interested in, in working for the man, buying a stupid expensive property at a 7% interest rate for the last decade, are now uh, in their 30s going, shit, it's bloody cheap. I better buy a house. So we've had this mad perfect storm, mad perfect storm. And for us as property investors, if you've got properties, you're going to benefit from it. So Roscoe, that one was for you today, mate. Uh, but it was a great question because it's always good to ask, hang on, I don't understand what's behind this stuff driving things forward when it comes to property investing because, you know, often the devil is in the detail. There's big overarching ideas that often um, are universal and continuous as we move forward. Uh, but how those little the details of how they're applied or how they're affecting the market often can change depending on what's going on. So anyway, there you go. I'm not a fan of the the government messing with the and then and then the government gave away money like drunken sailors to the first home buyers. You know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars of cash in some circumstances, depending on the national government, the state governments, and the stamp duty concessions. It's an absolute perfect storm. So, you know, uh, at the end of the day, we as property investors have got to uh, take advantage of it, whether it's going crazy, whether it's flat or even even uh, opportunistic when it comes to maybe buying discounts. 
And so understanding the market, understanding what might be pushing and going on gives you an opportunity to make reasonably good decisions, I say. So, you know, at the end of the day, um, yeah, there you go. That one's for you, Roscoe. Hopefully that made sense and uh, maybe tweaked a few things for everybody here. A lot of people came home and uh, I think the Australian property market is certainly in for a decent um, bit of momentum in a positive way for the next at least 12 months to 36 months. That's my call. Uh, so take advantage while you can. Don't sit on the sidelines. And if you need some help to safely enter that marketplace, don't get caught up in going to country towns just because there's a little bit of boost going on right now. I talked about that yesterday. Now's a great time to be what's called positional buying uh, in your portfolio. So, all right, gang, that's it. Friday, Friday, Friday is my bit of a ranty day. Um, so uh, hopefully you're all awesome and well. Thanks for joining me, gang. Great to see uh, all of you guys on uh, on today. Join me again Monday, next week, 8 o'clock for a quick coffee and a chat. Uh, have an awesome weekend. And um, there you go, um, as you go. Uh, is Bundy one of those regionals I talked about? Yeah. Bundaberg, Margaret. Um, listen, it's, it's, it's certainly not an economic centre of, of the regionals. Uh, I, I wouldn't be rushing to Bundy. You know, and this is it. It's interesting. Uh, and and it's, I'm glad you brought it up, Margaret, because you got to do you got to do this thing in uh, like in life, I think. But um, compared to what? Compared to what? So Margaret says, "All right, is Bundy is Bundy one of those places, or is Bundy a good place to buy or or void or whatever?" Uh, and then, well, it's kind of like an it's a one dimension. That's one dimension of the question. So what are we comparing it to? Uh, is Bundaberg better? Uh, better than a country town, like a super small country town. Yes, it's better than a town with 150 people because Bundaberg has got, I don't know, 20,000 people. But compared to, compare Bundaberg to, let's say, uh, Ipswich or Caboolture in Queensland, where there's, you know, 500,000 people in that LGA close to Brisbane. And if you can buy a property, you know, close to the same numbers in a better economic area, then that's the compared to what, you know. So, um, but gang, if you're thinking about things or you're thinking, oh, how do I weave in my strategy and my structure and what do I do, then um, make sure you reach out to your coach and ask them and get it refined for your, um, for your strategy and your purchasing activity. So... All right, gang, that's it. I'm done. Friday, awesome day. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. That's it, signing off. Absolutely. Thank you, Margaret. Good to see you and the rest of you. Uh, thanks for joining. And yeah, join me on Monday. See you then, gang. Have an awesome weekend. Bye-bye.